What is up, everybody? You are back with your favorite Steeler podcast, a sick production, Steelers Crazy. I'm JY. I'm here with the sports almanac himself, Mr. Michael Nicastro. And this might be the most, this is this is going to be the best episode ever because we're breaking down each Steeler game ahead of the season this Sunday. They start with the Bengals. So, Sammy, play that thing. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, Steelers Crazy. Harris Smith shields, Flacco Polamalu takes it home, Super Bowl 43, Pittsburgh might be bound for that thanks to number 43. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, sports entertainment like no other, it's gonna be sick. And hopefully that we aren't sick come week one when the Steelers face the Bengals. Um, So like I said uh, before Sammy rolled that beautiful intro, um, it's time. I mean, the preseason's over. We have NFL football uh, Thursday night. Obviously, the Steelers play on Sunday. Um, So we made our predictions. I know that you tweeted out your prediction earlier this week. So this is the episode where... Everyone, we, we we hope that you, you know, yell at us and scream at us and tweet at us and tell us that we're wrong or we're right. But uh, we're here to give our opinion on the uh, 2022 Steelers football season. So we'll start with the Bengals. Yeah, I tell you what, I've already had a few people yelling, screaming, tweeting, but that's OK. If you head over to Mike Dub Sports One on Twitter. You can find some uh, interesting responses to my Steelers season predictions. But, yeah, let's jump into them right now with week one. Everybody's been talking about this game against the Bengals since the schedule release. Of course, the Bengals are AFC champions uh, of 2021. Joe Burrow, just an absolutely phenomenal ascension. Nobody had picked them to get there. Nobody picked them really to even contend in the division. Interestingly enough, though, this is a team that lost the same amount of games as the Steelers last year. All right, the Bengals went 10-7, and seven, the Steelers went 9-7-1. and one. So, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not sure the separation was as significant as people thought. Even though when both teams played, uh, the Bengals got the better of the Steelers in both matchups pretty favorably. We were at one of them hanging out, first home game of the year against the Bengals, and Mike Hilton and the boys came in and, and smacked them around a little bit. And then the one in Cincinnati was an absolute blowout. I don't even remember the score. I don't want to recite the score because people will get sick and upchuck or puke, whatever you want to call it, maybe 41-10 or something like that. In both of those games, the dominant factor was the Bengals' running game. I think I saw a stat today where it said Joe Mixon averaged five yards per carry against the Steelers in that first game, averaged 5.9 yards per carry against the Steelers in that second game. That's also the key to this upcoming game. It's not Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. For me, it's not even going to be Mitch Trubisky. It's the Steelers' run defense versus the Bengals' run offense. Can the Steelers' front seven prove that they have uh, improved, if if you will, significantly? Uh, And they're going to make that leap from one of the worst rush defenses in Steelers' history last season to an above-average rush defense. They have Larry Ogunjobi in there. Uh, Montrevious Adams coming back hopefully relatively soon. Chris Wormley, our boy, who we're going to have on the show next week, is playing some of that inside nose, actually. So maybe a bit shockingly, I think they do respond. They shut down Mixon. Burrow is a little rusty because he hasn't played all preseason or really practiced coming off an injury. 
Mitch Trubisky plays well enough to get it done. And the Pittsburgh Steelers go in to Cincinnati, Paul Brown Stadium, and pull off an upset. They changed the name. They changed the name, just like Akashore, Paycor. The only reason I did that, because I was just (laughs) doing some stuff for Yenzo Crazy. And I'm like, man, all these stadiums are are changing their names. Um, But we know money talks, so... um, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I have the the Bengals. That's a win for us um, because I think that they're overrated. I'm not saying that Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon and those guys in the wide receiver core that they have over there. I'm not saying that they're not stars and they're not talented. But uh, you know, like I said, like you said, they had an almost identical record as the Steelers last year, and they just got hot at the right time. Which the Steelers in the past, when they won Supers before. Bulls before it got hot at the right time. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a win um, just because I don't know why I, I tweeted it earlier too. Um, so next up we have the new England Patriots and I'm, I'm so used to, you know, talking about Tom yeah. Brady when it comes to the Patriots, but you know, it's Mac Jones and the Patriots now. So uh, I have a win on my end and I see that you have a win. So if you just want to elaborate on that, then we can jump into the next game and, into our an enemy territory, uh, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, we're going to agree a lot these first four games. So if you're looking for a heated debate and discussion, t- tune in in about 10 minutes because we'll, <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, I agree. Bill Belichick has always had the best of the Steelers, but he doesn't have Tom Brady. This will be the first matchup post-Tom Brady in the Steelers-Patriots era, and I think they're going to get the better of Mac Jones uh, in this Patriots team. Acrisure Stadium, you see what I did there? Acrisure uh, Stadium is going to be fired up for this home opener. Everybody has been waiting for football, obviously, for six months now. This place is going to erupt. The Steelers, are, you know, with their win over the Bengals in week one, are going to create momentum to make it even more exciting there. Uh, I think this is going to be a Najee Harris game against the Patriots. Two touchdowns, they pull off the win. You want to jump at Cleveland? Let's jump at Cleveland. I'll take the first shot at this, and we'll move this forward because we got 17 games total to get to. This is a win for me as well because it's Jacoby Brissett at starting quarterback. It's not Deshaun Watson, right? We all know what's happened with him. I don't need to elaborate on that. He should have been suspended the whole season, quite frankly, and maybe even more, maybe in a lifetime ban. But right now, it's relevant to that week three game. Jacoby Brissett struggled in Miami last year as a, a backup quarterback. Uh, he's he's trying to catch his footing with a Browns team that's going to get off to a slow start. Just like Adam Rank, our boy, told us uh, a couple weeks back on the Sick Sports Steelers Crazy podcast. He thinks that Bengals are going to finish last in the AFC North. I agree. Steelers are going to walk in there. It won't be a walk in the park. It's not going to be a, a, a waltz, but they're going to win 21-17. I like it. So we agree on that the Steelers are going to start the season, what, one, two, three, four, and oh, uh, until they get to Buffalo. But what's crazy is, if I recall Ben's last season, is we went into the Bills Mafia territory and took home yep. the victory. And I'm I'm not going to lie, I think I fell asleep because it was a late, it was a primetime game, and I woke up at like three o'clock to check uh, ESPN and, and little do you know, uh, it, it, we were going out of Buffalo victorious, but, um, I have on my end, uh, that, that, that's the first loss and then Tampa Bay. So back-to-back losses, um, it, it, it's just, you know, you, you get, it's a long season. Um, it, it's, it's, it's not the end of the world, but it, you know, those, the most pivotal games are 
the uh, AFC North games because, you know, they have a chance, like you said, our guy Adam Rank picked Cincinnati in the cellar. I kind of have to agree with him. He picked the Browns in the cellar, but he picked oh, Cincinnati the Browns. to be to, – okay. yeah, exactly. Well, okay. I, I, don't I don't want to listen, man. boy, Adam. Yeah, I, so my apologies on that, but I will say that I, I don't think that the Cincinnati Bengals are for real. I, I just – I don't. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm a I'm I'm being a homer right now, but to me it's just like how how okay, the Browns beat the Steelers in that playoff game. That's a memory I want to forget about. But look at it this way. How many times have we heard even when Baker Mayfield was quarterback for the Browns, they're they're good they're good on paper. That I've seen so many teams, even the Steelers may have been the best team in the NFL on paper at one time. But again, football, it takes a team. It's not just the quarterback is your Achilles heel. But come on, man. It's a team sport. I'll tell you one thing. Super Bowl hangovers are real, like really real. And the team that loses the Super Bowl usually gets off to a slow start. I know the Chiefs did it last year. They lost the Super Bowl to Tampa Bay the year before. Uh, I think the 49ers did it the year prior when they lost the Super Bowl to the Chiefs. It just happens quite often. Maybe you, uh, it, you know, you get a little high and mighty there and, and you come back to earth. I'll tell you what, though, a team that has Super Bowl aspirations, the favorite right now in, in the entire NFL are the Buffalo Bills. And you mentioned that's who the Steelers will go and face in week five. I'll tell you one thing. If the Steelers are 4-0 entering that game, nobody's going to care if they get their butt smacked uh, because yeah. there will be exceeding expectations regardless. And the Bills, like we said before, are a big-time favorite to win it all. They're just phenomenally talented. People will find out. They're going to be watching this tomorrow, potentially seeing the Bills beating the Rams in their own stadium. But you're right. I think that next game against Tampa Bay as well is really tricky because of the name we said previously, Tom Brady. Always had the Steelers number in the past. Mm -hmm. And this Steelers team has always been streaky as well. If they win the first four, I could see them losing – the next few, which is a place we're going to differ big time as well. If we want to pull one of those schedules up, we can finally get into a little bit of back and forth. All right. So where are we at? So the Jets, that's a win. So Buffalo, I have a loss. Tampa Bay, I have a loss. And then you have a Miami loss and a Philadelphia loss. I I have those two his wins. Uh, I do think that uh, acquiring Tyreek Hill in Miami and hopefully Tua can get it together. And I know that they have a good team over there, but I just, I don't know, man. I feel like the Steelers always, every time that I've been, at least since I've been alive, I, I don't ever recall the Dolphins beating the Steelers. If you can refresh my memory, I may be getting old, but uh, Philadelphia battle of Keystone State. Um, we're not losing that because the Steelers are the best team in the state of Pennsylvania. So that, that, that's my, and then the bye week we're going to recover and, and you never know week nine, week six, it might be time for Kenny Pickett, depending on not according to us. we're making, Mitch might make a pro bowl run with uh, how we're picking the games right now. But uh, like I said, it's, it's a long season. Things can change. Like we give predictions without injuries. There's injuries that yeah. happen. Um, so like I said, you know, even, even the experts and even the people who study this, who you see on your TV every day, man. It's any given Sunday. That's the beauty of the NFL. Yeah, you got it right behind you on your TV right there. I think the Steelers are playing behind you. Uh, yeah. I, I just saw Kevin Dodson's number flash. Yeah, I, I, you're right. The Steelers haven't lost to Miami, at least in my recent memory, in Pittsburgh. I know that to be true. Yeah. They crushed them in a playoff Remember the game a couple rain games ago. 
the rain game is one thing I always think about. It was Monday night. <laughs> there was a punt that just stuck right in the ground. It was uh, it was like a, the sloppiest game I've ever seen in my life yeah. in terms of literal weather as well as how poorly the teams played. But what can you expect? It was a torrential downpour, a freaking monsoon, yeah. and that was in the Berg a handful of years back. Yeah, we differ here big time. I tweeted out today that if there are two teams in each conference that can make a Bengals-like shocking run to the Super Bowl, because their run last year was fairly shocking, that in the AFC it's the Dolphins, in the NFC it's the Eagles. I have the Eagles going all the way to the NFC championship game in the um, in the NFC, ultimately losing to the Bucks. I have the Dolphins making the playoffs in a stacked AFC, which is going to surprise a lot of people. I think these two road games are a lot tougher than people think. I'll be at the one in Miami. Come on, hang out. It's Monday night as well. We're going to be all super pumped for that. And the Steelers always play well in prime time. But that Philadelphia team is super improved. They have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, some real tough covers. And Jalen Hurts is only ascending game by game. So I have two L's. You have two W's. I have four wins followed by four losses. No matter how it shakes out, I'm going to put my money on this right now. You could roll this clip. Whenever we hit week nine, whenever that's going to be, it might be early November. Roll this clip. The Steelers are going to be four and four Uh after the first eight games. Who knows? Maybe they lose the first four and win the next four. But they're going to be sitting right at dead even at four and four in the thick of the things in AFC with the bye week coming up, no matter how it shakes out. All right. So while I got you here, who's going to be when they're four and four going into week nine? Is that the bye week? Yep. Who's going to be quarterback? It's funny because a couple of weeks ago I said on this show, I staked my claim. I said my prediction is Mitch Trubisky is going to be the starting quarterback for the entire season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They return at home after the bye week to place it, play the New Orleans Saints. Akersher Stadium will riot. They will storm the field if it's not Kenny Pickett in that game after four straight losses in a playoff chase. I think Mitch is going to be – heralded as king in Pittsburgh the first month when they when they play well, either going to be 3-1 and one or 4-0. and oh. And then oh, I no. think he's going to have a huge, huge come down. And Kenny Pickett is going to be the guy in week 10 after the bye against the New Orleans Saints uh, just because the Steelers are going to be looking for a pick-me-up. And what a perfect time. It's so Steelers to put Pickett in after the bye week, after Trubisky loses four straight and the world is falling. Pets' heads are falling off in Pittsburgh. Pick a time, week 10. That's my new prediction. Maybe next week I'll change it again. <laughs> All right. All right, so let's let's pick back up. Where were we? So we have – I have the losses, New Orleans, and then the Bengals when we play them the second time. Um, I think you have – then I have Indianapolis, Atlanta, and Baltimore all as wins. Um to me, I was just talking about this today. I know that there's always like one or two really good teams, that being the Rams and the NFC. But like, this is just my, again, over the years, this is how I know I'm getting old, is that it always seemed like the AFC as a whole is more is a more competitive conference. Like, there's always like the two really, really good teams in the NFC. But you got like, the AFC North take it or, you know, when the Patriots had Tom Brady and, and now they have Mac Jones and, you know, they're, they're just as good and up there and the Dolphins that it just, to me, I always seem like the AFC just dominated. Maybe it's because I watch it more um, because, you know, that's the majority I'm seeing what the Steelers opponents are doing, but 
just kind of wanted to get that take. And I have three three wins. I, Baltimore, we always play well. Atlanta doesn't scare me. And Indianapolis, I, I really don't know what they're doing over there. So I'm just going to uh, chalk that up as a win. Yeah, I think I have New Orleans as a win coming out of that bye. Kenny Pickett starts it up, fires it up. Cincinnati, which is very strange. I have them winning in Cincinnati, losing at home to Cincinnati. I just think Joe Burrow at that point will he's, he's be – I think he'll be pissed. I think he'll be back, you know, healthy from that injury. I think the Bengals are going to get off to a slow start, like I said before. And this will be Kenny Pickett's second game in my hypothetical utopia world here. That's a tough matchup at home. The Bengals are going to come back, have a little revenge game, beat the Steelers. At Indianapolis is a sneaky one. Most people are going to pick the Steelers in that game. They're going to be an underdog. Matt Ryan's there. Jonathan Taylor, an exceptional running back, probably the best in the league. And the Colts, I think, are another sneaky playoff team that can make a run in the AFC. They're going to lose that. This is kind of when, you know, the challenges are are in full force. I have them losing, what does that look like, two and six in that run um, of eight games. Yeah, two and six. And then they get back on the board at Atlanta. They might be the worst team in the NFL. They get a win there. Yeah. And what do the Steelers do when they face the Ravens? They always play well, especially against Lamar Jackson. They shut him down consistently. Big worm. They'll win back to back to put them, I think, right around five hundred again or eight and seven mm-hmm. prior to uh, that Carolina game. Yeah. So, what you think Baker Mayfield is going to beat the Steelers in a uh, Panthers uniform? Yeah. There's always one. That's what I thought of when looking at this game. There's always I don't one like game every year. Right. There's one game, one game every year that you know the Steelers are going to win, that you pencil them in to win, and they trip up it. One, yeah. every, it just happens every single. You want to know what that one is for me? Yeah, I do. The Las Vegas Raiders. We never, yeah. and I know that they're honoring Franco Harris and and and, and everything, and it's going to be a special time. But we do not. I don't think Rich Gannon might have been the quarterback the last time that I watched the Steelers beat beat the Raiders, and I don't even know if they did. If I, it, it's just we never play the Raiders, but whether they're in Oakland or Las Vegas, it's just never been is again, as much as I witnessed, I've never I haven't seen too many wins over the that would be uh, a crappy loss. That would suck because like yeah. you said, they're honoring Franco that game. It's Christmas Eve in the Berg. But yeah, tired. you never know. You never three know. numbers that would just suck. I mean, yeah. but that's that's more incentive for the Raiders to come in and go, you know, go even harder. That's that's the thing that scares me. I'd rather it just be like a regular thing, like when, how often do the Steelers retire numbers? They have three three retired numbers, and uh, this being one of them. So. And I give it only a few years until they retire number seven because that needs to happen next. I don't know why I keep doing numbers with my fingers. It's almost like I expect people to watch this show without audio. Maybe we could do closed captions uh, next time, or I could just do hand gestures the whole time. I wish I knew sign language. Right. Well, I'll finish up. Baltimore and Cleveland, that's crazy uh, ending the season like that on the roads because th- those those games could be yeah. mean playoff wild card, you know, contentions, everything written all over it. Um, but will. I think that the, the NFL uh, schedule makers, just from what I, I – we do a lot of reading and uh, just consuming all of this is they know what they're doing. They have when Deshaun Watson's coming back, He's it's against the Texans. Baker Mayfield, week one game, he gets traded to the Panthers. He's playing the Browns. So I'm waiting for Big Ben to come out of retirement to uh, <laughs> to uh, let, let Cleveland know that that, uh, that that's still their father. 
But uh, yeah, yeah man, I, one, I, it's strange. Like Russell yeah. Wilson's going to Seattle on Monday night. How yeah. how the heck yeah, does that happen? It's just, I mean, it for as a fan's perspective, I'm I'm all for it. But it's just like, come on, man, you're gonna tell me that they're not pulling strings and doing that. But more power to him, man. It makes it entertaining uh, for the business that we're in. Again, you're watching the sick podcast. This is Steelers Crazy. Make sure you follow me at Jordan York Music and Miked Up One Sports. We have two more we're going to roll off, and we're just going to let you guys yell at us and scream at us because we have football this Thursday, and we have football Sunday, and college football is back. Uh, Pitt plays Tennessee, so going to be uh, just sitting on my couch, you know, eating sandwiches, cookies, you know, a couple <laughs> waters, not, nothing nothing too crazy. But, uh, yeah, right, I have – you ready to do me a favor real quick? I almost yes. forgot about this. I'm going to go on a little rant on my final season's prediction. What I want you to do, because you got your phone next to you still, right? Mm-hmm. I need you to do me a favor. I mentioned yeah. that on today's show, we were going to give away an autographed Alex Highsmith photo to commemorate the start of the Steelers season. This is such a cool product that Total Sports Enterprise hooked us up with. Make sure you follow them on Twitter. Follow us at SickPod Steelers on Twitter. You see it on your bottom line. We're going to be having giveaways like this all season. We already gave away a Minka Fitzpatrick autographed jersey. Are you kidding me? A Shazier autographed photo and now an Alex Highsmith autographed photo. So as I go on a little rant, I want you to pick somebody on Twitter, okay, that retweeted and followed at Sick Podcast to win this, and we're going to announce it live on this show and make sure that person is watching. Anyway, I'll hit you with my final predictions here as you do that. I have the Steelers at nine and eight. Las Vegas has them winning seven and a half games this season. All right. So hammer the over on that first and foremost. Mike Tomlin always seems to find a way to get over 500. They're going to be right in the playoff mix. I think the final wildcard team in the AFC will win right around nine, 10 games because I think the AFC West is going to beat up on each other. You have the Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, and Raiders who are all going to be in playoff contention. But they all play each other six times because, you know, obviously divisional opponents. So I think a lot of teams from that division are going to be actually in that 9-10 win area, which is the AFC over-unders have them as in anyways. And they're going to beat up on each other a lot, allowing teams like the Steelers, maybe even the, the Browns to hang around in playoff contention. I think that game against Baltimore at the end of the season could ultimately cost them uh, if they do lose that game. They barely won last year in the final game of the regular season to get to the playoffs. Ben Roethlisberger beat Tyler Huntley. Uh, I'm sorry. J- uh, yeah, it was Tyler Huntley. Jason Huntley is the running back the Steelers just signed. Uh, this year, I just see it going differently. Lamar Jackson's going to be there. That might be on the line for a playoff game. And then next week, it's Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, and I, I hope they bury him. Uh, and I think there'll be a lot of motivation there as they'll still be hanging around in the playoffs. Hopefully, maybe get the chance to knock the Browns out of it completely if they're still hanging around that seven-win mark. Nine and eight, take the over of Las Vegas, but barely missing the playoffs. And next week, hopefully we don't get to have to tell Chris Wormley and the, the Steelers who are going to be joining us our predictions because I might get some crap for that one. You had them going 11 and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe I'll give him some motivation, maybe a little extra fire up the you know what, mm-hmm. because Mike's over here picking them at nine and eight. No, nobody cares. At the end of the day, this is all for fun. But I can't wait next week to get the actual Steelers perspective inside that locker room because they always got to feel like they're winning a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's even if you know, you know, deep down that, you know, you're probably not going to go to the Super Bowl. You got to have that attitude is that I wake up and I'm going to 
give it all and leave it all out on the field. And uh, that's Steeler football, man. As we, you walk into the locker room, um, you see the stuff, what Mike Tomlin stands for. The standard is the standard. And uh, that's why it's great being a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. And we just want to thank you guys for listening to the Steelers crazy podcast. And we, like Mike said, we are going to have, we're going to be inside the Steelers locker room talking to these guys, um, the black and gold, man. So we're we're excited and uh, we we just, we're excited, man. Thank you guys. And we are not going to leave without congratulating. This is for, from total sports enterprise. Um, Alex Sars X. I, I got, I got his name. It's Alex. The last name is Sars. I think, sorry if I mispronounced that, but, uh, you just want an Alex Highsmith autograph picture. So we'll make sure we get that sent out to you. And we're going to be doing these all during this. Season. Alex so, uh, winning Alex. Yeah. That's why I had to go with him. And he, he, he took a picture of the subscription and everything. And you know, that's Perfect. how I knew I'm like, okay. This is Shout the out Alex. He's on the so show. He's getting a photo. We'll DM you after the show. And just another great reason to tune in to us every single week, Chet. All right. Again, this is the Steelers Crazy Podcast, a sick production. And we will see you next week. Sammy, go ahead. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Steelers Crazy, on YouTube, Instagram. Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.